We don't have to push this song. This doesn't have to be a real fast one. Just about like it was. There's no need to think you got to push it, okay? Keep right on that one part. You know exactly what to do now, right? All right, here we go. Take eight. Hello and welcome to Buckaroo Holiday. Kind of a weird time to be doing this, you know what I mean? Everything that's going on right now, it's uh, really got me a little messed up. But in my mind, I'm thinking of this show as uh, an escape from reality for a little while. That's how I'm going to get through it. It helps me concentrate on something other than world events. And anyway, this show is a long time coming. Elizabeth and Carl, I've talked about them before. They're a couple, they live on the Lower East Side, and they have a musical act, which they call the Head Peddlers. And I'll talk about that in a minute, but they're very supportive of the show. They've, they're always in contact, and I appreciate that. People who are very involved in the uh, show, commenting on it, suggesting things. They wanted to commission a show, and didn't know exactly what to commission, so they finally came up with a show about hot rod and surf music from around the world. Sounded good to me. And they also wanted to include some of the tracks of their new album, Big Mohair Sweater. So I'm going to be playing some Head Peddler songs from Big Mohair Sweater, which I really love because not only is it really great stuff, but it's DIY to the core. You know, they decided they're going to make an album, they got the gear and they figured out how to do it, and they did it. And you're going to hear some of it today, mixed with surf music from around the world. Now this can get kind of samey, I thought. You know, it's instrumental music by and large, and it's twangy and all that. And uh, so I wanted to mix it up with some other stuff, stuff that tends to be related, maybe in some oblique ways. So you're going to hear a lot of surf from around the world and a lot of other stuff that kind of relates. I'll try to explain how I think it relates. And along the way, I'll be mixing in a lot of head peddlers numbers. In reverse order, I'm going to play a track by Los Belkings from Peru. And they, I love their stuff. This track is Sabor Dulce. The beginning of it reminds me a little bit of Sun King by the Beatles. I don't know which one came first. You see what you think. Before that, I'm going to play Two Hats by the Head Peddlers. But first up, Pride of Place goes to Amphibian Man, the surf band from Ukraine, doing a Judas Priest song. Welcome to Buckaroo Holiday.
Seven blasts for mystery. 
Hey, what are you talking about? No, man, no, no, no. Sorry, Queen. I this isn't escaping reality today. I insist. So, with regard to the topic at hand, well, one of the topics at hand, surf and hot rod music. These things are interchangeable, really. You know, surf and hot rod music are the same. If the thing is titled Hang 10, then it's a surf song. If it's titled, uh, I don't know, Drag Strip, it's hot rod, but it's the same thing. Give or take choice of evocative sound effects, too. This is talking basically about the instrumental side of it, which is a heavily reverbed, heavily echoed guitar twanging. Dick Dale is pretty much credited as the creator of this sound. Uh, if that rankles anybody, let's say uh, Link Ray had a role in it too. Now he was an indigenous person. He was a Shawnee, I think. So uh, relax. But when Dick Dale was playing this kind of stuff originally, surfers looked down their nose at it. They listened to jazz mostly back in those days. This sound took over pretty quickly once it was introduced and the Beach Boys added the vocal element to it and it became a big craze, but uh, the elements of it are shared by a lot of different kinds of music. There's really, when you get into it and you listen to the stuff, there's not that much difference. Psychedelic stuff, Sid Barrett stuff, for example, has a lot of surf in it and a lot of Booker T and the MGs kind of soul. They, that shares a lot with surf. Uh, spy music, you know, like the James Bond theme, Secret Agent Man, stuff like that. A lot of country instrumentals, a lot of different things. But uh, surf itself, the surf sound, the hot rod sound, is a universal language. And it's simple to play, and it's easy to get that cool sound if you got the right gear. You know, you need the right amp, and you get that sound, and you're in, you know, a couple of chords, boom. So that is a universal language. It's instrumental music mostly. So all you need to do is share an aesthetic. Language is unimportant. And they're all reading from the same hymn book, basically. But to illustrate the irrelevance of language, I'm gonna play something in this next set by a Danish group called the Telstars. Their stuff is great. They're, they're marginal musicians at best, and the, but the records are cool. And the great thing is they don't speak English, but that doesn't stop them from singing in English. <laughs> Some of the pigeon translations that they do of, of familiar songs are, are pretty much a hoot to listen to, but it just shows you who cares, you know, just sing, man. <laughs> they had the tremendous good taste to name themselves after one of the greatest records of all time, Telstar by the Tornadoes, which is, you know, of course, Joe Meek running the show. But anyway, I'm going to put a song on here that's got a vocal. Now, the song, according to them, is called Hey Sola Negro, all right? But the original was uh, by a guy named Mickey Lee Lane. It's a rockin' little record called Hey Salone. And the chorus line is, uh, it's nonsense. It says, I said a Hey Salone Monine Manineo. That's what he sings, right? Well, they heard this and they translated it into Hey Sola Negro, he ain't got a halo. Which is fucking genius. It's much better than Mickey Lee Lane, you know what I mean? It's, it's poetry, that's what it is. But before we get to that, we're gonna hear a track from My Name Is Nobody, the score by Ennio Morricone. And come on, you know that uh, there was an influence there back and forth, right? With Ennio Morricone's Western soundtracks and surf music, hot rod music. So there's an example of that from Italy. And while we're in that Western mode, before that I want to hit you with a track from a Mexican band, Los Babies, Ghost Riders in the Sky. But we'll start with a classic uh, French take on punk and surf, Plastique Petron <laughs> with uh, Saplin Pour Moi. 
My, my, my. See what I mean? Tell stars. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's something. Anyhow. <laughs> I, you know, it's not like me to indulge myself here on Buckaroo Holiday. Of course not, right? Yeah, never. I'm going to go a little off topics now and tell you about something that happened this past weekend. Now, a couple of years ago, my wife and I went to see one of these oldies shows that they do. It happened to be Peter Noon of Herman's Hermits. And who else was it? Uh, the Association and Gary Lewis and the Playboys. Now, I, you know, all three of these acts have made numerous records that I love. So I was very excited and so was my wife. And we went to the Westbury Theater. It used to be called Westbury Music Fair. Now it's got some weird corporate name. But uh, we went there. And it was great because the audience was all really old. And I've learned, you know, I used to, because I was working in music, and I started kind of late, I was always hanging around younger people, and they looked at me like, what's he doing here, you know? But now when I'm hanging out with these people, they all seemed older than us, and that was a great feeling right away. So my advice is hang around people slightly older than you because, you know, you'll have, you'll have shared cultural reference, you know, but uh, you'll feel like the young one. Took me a long time to learn that. <laughs> Take in the wisdom of your elders, why don't you? Anyway, point is, you've met Claudia here. You've heard me talk about Claudia. And she decided to give us a gift of another one of these oldies shows. She bought us two tickets to Westbury to see Tommy James and the Shondells, who I kind of like. Grassroots, who I think are great. And the Buckinghams, who I also think are great. So that's a good triple bill. And this was supposed to take place like two years ago. Almost exactly, I think. And uh, wouldn't you know it, like the weekend the show was supposed to take place is when they locked everything down. That was when the um, China virus took hold. And that was that. You know, so we were trying to figure out how to get the money back, but they said, no, the show's been postponed. It's not canceled, so, uh, you know, you can hold on to your ticket. We held on to the tickets, because, like, you know, it's going to take a couple of weeks to flatten the curve, maybe, maybe three, maybe four weeks even. Who knew? Two years go by, and finally the curve is a little bit indented, and maybe we can even take the masks off sometimes. Wouldn't you know, the show was booked again, and we're like, okay, here we go. So we were ready to go. It was uh, the day of, and... I said, I better check the website to find out when the thing starts and all that. We see there that uh, Tommy James' wife died. So the show was postponed a couple of months. And I'm thinking to myself, like, what the hell, you know? Because I bet, you know, right now, right now Tommy James is the only Shondell. And I'm only assuming he was a Shondell ever because he was the leader of the Shondells. One would assume that the Shondells, a proud people, would insist that one of their own lead them. So that's why I'm calling Tommy James A. Shondell. Anyhow, he's the only one surviving. Likewise, the grassroots, you know, got old and dried up and blew away, you know? There's no more grassroots. The lawn is bare, so that's had to be resodded with younger guys. I believe the most venerable members sprouted in the 1980s. So that's that. And then it's the Buckinghams, all of whom have been nixed, except, except for the guitarist, I think. So I'm thinking, is he going to last a couple of months? You know, what's going to happen by the time May, whenever the hell the next show is booked? What's going to happen? You know, we're not all, uh, we can't regenerate, you know, like Doctor Who. So there you go. See, we, we, the show is canceled. And uh, so we just stayed home and we watched Doctor Who. <laughs> 
Which is what we started doing two years ago when all this bullshit started. We got caught up in Doctor Who. So uh, I'm going to recreate the whole, uh, the, the what should have been and what was and all that with uh, this little medley coming up here. You're going to have uh, some tracks by the Buckinghams, followed by the Grassroots, followed by Tommy James and the Shondells, and then somehow I'll figure a way to get back into our main theme. For I am indeed a kind of a time lord. Allons-y. Closer than I've ever felt before. Oh, the 
times that we just lay silent Feeling so good to be in each other's company
Well, that surf version of the theme from Doctor Who was performed by Surfing Arcanis, or Arcanis, I don't know, from Santiago, Chile. Maybe they could have a battle of the bands with Los Belkings from Peru, and afterwards they can have a second battle over how to make Pisco Sours. It's from the 50s to today. Well, Jingle Singers, yes, that's exactly what we aim to bring people here on Buckaroo Holiday. We're going to try to do that right now. You know, a lot of people may think that there's a preponderance of South and Central American surf bands. Could be, but it's not the whole story. Like I said, this is a worldwide thing. And we're going to prove that by taking you to Singapore, where the Trekkers are going to give us Mashi Mashi. And then, you know, longtime listeners uh, know that I'm kind of fond of the Fleetwoods. So they're going to give us They Tell Me It's Summer, touching little teen ballad. And then while we're going with that boy-girl singing thing, let's uh, bring back the head peddlers for a number here. There's a cover version, Together Again. Big hit for Buck Owens. And I think they do a lovely kind of um, evocative version of the sound of it. It has a quality that I really dig. And since they played Buck Owens, uh, I'd be remiss to leave out the real Buck Owens and the Buckaroos at the Uzi's Band. And you're going to hear their theme song, Buckaroo. <laughs> Ain't that something?
Tell me it's summer, and the sun shines. It's true, but it just can't be summer.
That was the Laz with Son of a Gun. I don't know, it's kind of a lanyap there, you know, because I was listening to Buckaroo, this Laz tune popped into my head, because I guess the guitar sound and the Son of a Gun Buckaroo thing, you know, it's, what can I say, this is what I do. I do this kind of thing. But you know that Head Peddlers tune I played there, the Buck Owens tune? You know, it, it's, it's got a thing to it. I, I, I like the DIY thing. I've mentioned that before, you know, and a lot of people I play here do that kind of thing. You know, they just want to make a record. They sit down and they figure out, you know, how to use this stuff you make a record with. I love that. You know, I guess Michael O'Shaughnessy, who you've heard here, he does that. I think it's pretty pro. He does a good job if that's what he does. I don't know. But um, a lot of people, you know, the last project I did was entirely handmade. And it, it kind of broke me, you know, when I released it, man, I got nothing back from it. Um, very little back in terms of commentary or anything. And I got the overwhelming sense people were kind of embarrassed for me. And I just packed it in. That was the end of it for me. But I still insist it's the thing I'm probably most satisfied with of all the stuff I ever did. Because I did make it with my own hands exactly how I wanted to. And if very few people like it at all, what are you going to do? You know, you do your best. And I'll always be inspired by people who have an idea, a kind of vision, and get their hands in it, create it for themselves. Man's got to make whatever he wants and take it with his own hands, as Alan Price said. And that's what the head peddlers are doing, along with many of the others you've heard on the show before. And I got another one coming up. You know, Brian Wilson started out doing stuff in his home, you know, just garage stuff, man. And we got one here. I'm going to play. It's called Visions, and it's it might be from the very first session that the Beach Boys did before they were called the Beach Boys, a song that Brian wrote with his frequent lyrical collaborator, Gary Usher. And already it's got something unique to it. It's kind of a throwback kind of a song. He hasn't come into his own yet, but there's still that thing in it. You'll hear what I mean. But before that, I got something weird for you. It's a band from Stockholm, Sweden, called Dungen. Now, I don't know whether Dungen or Dungeon. I mean, it could be like a Germanic word for turd, Dungen. Or it could be, uh, you know, like a dungeon where, you know, you throw the, the miscreants when you're in the medieval mode, you know? Something like that. I don't know. Perhaps something else entirely. But my point here is that these guys are a... Uh, psych, prog kind of an act, but they have a pronounced surf influence amidst all that. See what you think. I think it's called Var Har Duvarit or something like that. Not to be confused with Har Mar Superstar, who was a former label mate of mine who had no discernible talent as far as I was concerned, but uh, far more popular than I was ever going to be. Go figure. While I'm getting personal here, um, <laughs> we'll start with something that reminds me of a time when I used to, uh, when I was a kid, and we'd go up to the South Bronx to visit my nephew Petey's Puerto Rican relatives. And it was another world for me, you know what I mean? It was just uh, intimidating, totally different than what I was used to. But you'd hear this great music, this Fania All-Stars stuff, this, this, this uh, Bugalu and uh, Salsa music. And here's a record from Fania Records. It's uh, Deeper Shade of Soul, which was sampled later on for a song by the same title, I think, by what the hell was the band that did it? Well, I gotta look that up. But this is the original by the great Ray Barreto. Mm -hmm. 
Agents, take two.
That was Art Pepper with Surf Ride. And I just wanted to put that in there as an example of what surfers listen to before surfing music. That album has a great cover, too. Oh, oh, by the way, I wanted to mention something I did look up who did Deeper Shade of Soul. Um, They sampled it and did a different record, like a rap record with that chorus. And it was Urban Dance Squad. This was in the early 90s. You know, it was that era when hip-hop still had this sort of feel-good utopian vibe, you know? And it wasn't... uh, well, it wasn't what it became. And since I'm making announcements like that, I may as well handle the buckaroo business part of this thing. I'm glad that everybody who listened to the Alan Price show seems to have uh, responded really well to it. I was surprised that people dug it. And thank you for letting me know what you think about it. That was on the Patreon, for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about. And there are a whole lot of Patreon shows in the works. They were supposed to be up on the air by now, but events in my life and in the world have slowed me down and I wanted to get this show up on the Podbean in the hopes to give Head Peddlers a wider listenership than just the Patreon. Although most shows are going to be coming up on the Patreon, including the regular Buckaroo Holiday shows, I think I might be dropping this completely just just because, you know, I I don't know. So, uh, I know I say that periodically, but I think I'm going to do that. Now, when I mentioned that 1972 50-year special, only a couple of people actually contributed to that thing with a donation, you know, and, you know, that's no big deal, but uh, they were all already Patreon members, so, you know, it seems kind of stupid. You know, why should I be pitching things to the general public when only Patreon members are already there, already paying money to... You know, they should just expect this stuff for that. So I I don't want to do that. You know, you're certainly welcome to contribute if you're not a Patreon member to the 1972 show, and then I'll I'll fulfill any requests you have for it. I'll name you on the show if you want, whatever. But um, if it's going to be like this where only a couple of people do it and they're already in the Patreon, I may as well just stay on the Patreon. I'm not building an audience here. I'm not interested in that. Anyhow, underway for the Patreon, we have the um, Charles Ives show, number two. The 1972 show, um, Finland show, something else, something else too. Anyway, enough of that. Got to do this show here. We're doing this show. Got to play something here by uh, the Barracudas. This is from 1979, and it's a throwback surf hot rod song called I Want My Woody Back. I'm sure there's no double meaning there, but I love it. As deliberately dumb as it is, when this opening bit comes in, when they sing the part, bring back, bring back, in the bring back my Woody line, it's sublime, man, it's beautiful. Then we got a track, man, it's not really a surf track, but the band is called Surf Curse. So this is a current band, and they're out of Reno, the biggest little city in the world. The tune is called Disco, so we're crossing genres here without touching either one of them. And then in our little trip around the world, I want to take us to Japan. A couple of things from Japan. One is going to be a instrumental track. Not really surf, but you can see the connection when you hear it. It's more languid and uh, pastoral and um, easy listening type kind of thing. Takeshi Terauchi and the Bunnies. And then we're going to get to a legit surf band. Tokyo's 5678s. 
They're a fun little band. They do a lot of surf instrumental stuff, but they also do vocal pieces, and this is one of those. It's a cover of uh, Three Cool Chicks, which, as Three Cool Cats, was uh, done by the Coasters, written by Lieber and Stoller. Anyhow, tack it up, Barracudas. Someone stole my Woody last night. I want my Woody back. I've been lonely since she's been gone. I want my Woody back. So, so why did you do it to me? Bring back my Woody to me. I want my Woody back. Yeah, yeah, I want my Woody
Three cool chicks, no bout to doubt it. Anyhow, I gotta tell you something, I was working on something yesterday, and I hear coming down from upstairs, Stackridge album, Pinafore Days. <laughs> See, my son's gotten really into vinyl, and uh, been buying a lot of albums, and of course relating strongly to this hobby, I've been supplying him, I've been enabling, and uh, I got him a sealed copy of the cutout album, Pinafore Days by Stackridge <laughs> in tribute to my friend Tony and uh, I don't know man it's like now now that I'm the dad hearing those songs spilling down the stairs from his room uh, filled me with delight will the circle be unbroken I'm looking out the window here and the snow is falling marron you know Ay, must you anyway Kind of hoping we'd be done with this. I was kind of praying we'd have it easier this year, but no, no luck. And I'm freezing in here, freezing, and keeping the heat down because uh, you know our bill came in for the heat and uh, it's like tripled. The bill is tripled. I won't discuss what I think about that, but uh, but let's harken back to a time here when people would go vroom vroom all over the streets of this once great land. With their tanks full of gas, having fun, fun, fun. Here's a song from the hot rod genre, even though it's not actually about a hot rod, it's about a motorbike. And it's a really annoying record. Now, a lot of really great records can have an annoying aspect. This is not a great record, it's an annoying record. <laughs> but it's by an artist who made a lot of annoying records that are also great, Lou Reed. And it was pre Velvet Underground when he worked for Pickwick. He lived here on Long Island. And really, it's not that much of a far cry from the Velvet Underground, who I believe were kind of the apotheosis of doo-wop. Maybe I'll talk about that someday. But after that, we're going to have another track from the Head Peddler's Big Mohair Sweater album. It's a cover of a Plasmatics tune, Monkey Suit. Like, who covers the Plasmatics, right? God bless them. And a toast to Wendy O, somewhere in the great beyond. And then just to change the pace a little bit, I want to give you a track by a guy named Dion Jackson kind of underappreciated artist from Michigan, Detroit area, Ann Arbor or something, I don't know. It's a beautiful song though, Hush Little Baby. It's not the old lullaby number, you know, but it's related. And then we'll jump into the 2000s with a track by the Fresh and Onlys out of San Francisco, fittingly entitled Summer of Love. This is a band that uh, has incorporated a lot of what you might call retro influences into their music, but they don't sound retro, they live this stuff. So there's touches that sound like surf, there's things that sound like psychedelia, you know, a lot of reverb-drenched melodicism. Good band. I don't know if I played them before, I might have played Dude's Got a Tender Heart, but they've got a lot of great songs. Check out the fresh and onlys. And usually I might end there, right? But no, not today. Five in a row! Jesus Christ with you people. All through the frickin' show with these... Anyway. 
It's going to be a track from our friends, the Anita Kerr singers. I think T-Fab might like this. He likes that choral square stuff like I do. From their album, We Dig Mancini. But let's get on with it. Hey Lou, got any advice for me? You better watch out.
what's wrong Why were you crying Oh, hush, little baby, don't I said, hush, little baby, don't Come on, hush, little baby,
That's a song, huh? Isn't that a song? Wow. Of course, Mancini, but um, Johnny Mercer's lyrics. Jesus, give me... Of course, from the surfing picture of Breakfast at Tiffany's. And let's see, you know, I want to get a bunch of things in here before we go, and it's getting close. So uh, let's just get right to it. Started the show for obvious reasons with Amphibian Man, surf band out of Ukraine. Now I'm going to play something by a band out of Russia, St. Petersburg. Great surf band called Messer Troops, pretty much a duo. Svetlana and Oleg. Because we got to remember that, um, well, governments, greed bags, psychotics, and ideologues spend their lives ruining other people's lives. Everywhere in the world, there are people who just live their lives, and some of them try to express it with art. Highfalutin art or low-down dirty art. God bless them all. So from that duo to our other duo today, our friends, the Head Peddlers, going to go for one more song from their album, Big Mohair Sweater. This song reminds me in a way of numbers like, to go to Brian Wilson again, Busy Doing Nothing, where it's a very specific personal story. You know, he's just talking about his life in terms that a lot of people might find mundane, but I find strangely absorbing and touching. And the Head Peddlers do that here with a song about the life that they live in New York City. 
Here's the thing, I put a lot of their songs on here. Of course they commissioned the show, but they only wanted one or two songs. But I wanted to play more, give you an idea of the range of what they're doing. They inspire me, you know, this is a couple. They make it a point to enjoy their lives. They're active in their neighborhood, they're spiritually engaged, they're culturally involved, and they decided to become a band and make an album. And of course they're big Buckaroo Holiday fans. That goes a long way with me too. Uh, so as I used to say on Hee salute. And you know what? Politically, we're on opposite sides of the coin here. Didn't stop me from liking them. Didn't stop them from liking Buckaroo Holiday. That's also kind of inspiring. Okay. You're also going to hear a track from Sensations Fix. This was an Italian prog band. Very melodic. Uh... I hear surfing their stuff. I mean, I know it's a far cry, and I'm just kind of shoehorning it in here, but nevertheless, it's called Fragments of Light. <laughs> Did I say fragments? <laughs> Heavens to Murgatroyd. Fragments of Light. <laughs> and then finally in this set, we got kind of an amalgam of surf and girl group, which is the Honeys. That includes the Rovell sisters, Marilyn and Diane. Marilyn became Mrs. Brian Wilson, and he wrote and produced this cut, He's a Doll. Which is to say, that's the name of the cut. I'm not saying Brian Wilson's a doll. He may be, seems to be, but uh, what the hell do I know? What I know is this first cut is uh, Cheap Holidays on the Moon by Messer Chups. Chups, Chups. Thank you. 
He's so gorgeous. <laughs> Doesn't sound like a California girl to me. Sounds more like Reparata and the Delrons, you know, from Brooklyn. Ever heard of them? You will. <laughs> Listen, I gotta tell you, this is, uh, yeah, I, I, dis I remember I went that a whole bit before about um, fragments of light. Well, along the way, I actually nixed that song. I changed my mind. I, it's another song by Sensations Fix that I stuck in there instead called Music is Painting in the Air. Thought I'd come clean and tell you because I know that there's like Sensations Fix fanatics out there that are going to like send me angry telegrams about uh, mistitling it. No, no, it's just seat of the pants reprogramming. And this show has kind of been full of a lot of that. You know, when I started, I compiled all this amazing hot rod and surf stuff. And then I realized as I'm putting it together, like this starts to sound like one long song. You know, people are gonna really not be digging this. Well, I went into this a little bit before, but it's it's been, the whole show has been kind of like that. Isn't it like, all right, am I pushing the surf thing? Let me slip something else in there. Let me do a kind of a change up here. You know, let me try to find something simpatico. It's, it's probably the most constantly revised show in progress that I've done. So I hope it worked. I can't tell you. I don't know. But even here at the end, another one of those revisions is taking place on the spot. You'll remember at the beginning of the show, I had that song by the Ukrainian group. And it's from a whole album of surf covers of heavy metal songs. Some really great stuff. And I was going to end with The Trooper, their version of the Iron Maiden song. But uh, then I thought about it and I said, you know, I should really just play the Iron Maiden song. And I'll tell you why. I might have gone into this before. I know that I've told this to people. I don't know if I've told it on the show, but at any rate. I got into this metal phase a few years ago because I was watching a show called That Metal Show. Eddie Trunk? Is that his name? It was just a bunch of guys sitting around talking about heavy metal. And it was a really entertaining show, and it made me listen back to a lot of stuff I had overlooked, like Judas Priest and Iron Maiden. And one of the things it led me to was the film Flight 666, which was about an Iron Maiden tour. And it was kind of impressive because Bruce Dickinson, you know, most of these, you see all these rock bands, you know, like, think about Poison, what are they doing to her? They're just getting high, they're doing drugs, they're getting laid, you know, and Iron Maiden did plenty of that too, but Bruce Dickinson's flying the freaking plane. The guy's a pilot, and when the gig's over, he puts his hat on and he flies the jet to the next city. And they flew that jet to a lot of cities that normally didn't have bands visiting for various reasons, and one of them was El Salvador because of the situation down there, right? But El Salvador is filled with Iron Maiden fans, really f frantic heavy metal fans. I'm sure I told this story on here before, you know? By the way, you know, if Buckaroo Holiday originally was supposed to replicate the experience of sitting in the schoolyard gents listening to me telling my tales over and over again in between songs, here you go. You're welcome. But uh, I was struck by the passion of these kids when Iron Maiden started playing like Run for the Hills or Run to the Hills, whatever that song's called. Man, these kids lived for that song. You could see it in their eyes. This this meant something really deep to them, right? And uh, I said, you, you can't dismiss this metal. You can't do it. I mean, you may not like it musically, but it's not bullshit. These songs mean something to these people. It gives them something they, they need. And I'll tell you, there's a lot of music that uh, people take more seriously. That doesn't deserve it. And this here is a great song. And right now, uh, the lyrics need to be heard. And that'll do it. 
once you hear that. Thank you, Carl and Elizabeth, for, for commissioning this show. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope everybody else enjoyed it, too. I guess if you want to contact the Head Peddlers about their album, you can um, do it through the Patreon, because Carlito is a member. Others can message me on Podbean, and I'll forward it to them. Love and Godspeed to all. From Buckaroo Holiday, this is Iron Maiden, The Trooper.